This is On the Block with Stricken Nate. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big Eight tournament champion. And Hokie Homer turned Husker, Nathan Brennan. Everyone knows that I'm the smartest person here. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Strick and Nate. I can't help but to laugh. All the blockheads out there, it's the second <laughs> hour of On the Block, and it is me, Strick, and my partner, Jake. No, come on. You see that? Oh, he just did the new lineup. Did I just do that? Did I just blow that? It's still the first week. It is Nate, dog, I'll not let it Jake. Slide the first week. God dang. I'm so used to looking across and seeing that that frailty face over there. <laughs> but it's my partner, my partner, my guy. Nate Dog, Nate Brennan. Listen, what we're going to talk about right now, 23-year-old phenom becoming a legend in his own right, following his dad's footsteps, signed a 10-year contract, massive bag, but now he's been hit with the Barry Bonds, basically. I mean, you know, just say what it is. My, there's going to be a lot of questions I have on this. I'm not going to pose them now. I'm just going to step out there and talk about Fernando Tatis, uh, uh, San Diego Padres, phenom, suspended for 80, count that, no, not eight, 80, 80 in Spanish, 80 games from the MLB. And, uh... Man, I mean, right now, if you look at it, Nate, the, the, the league is already struggling. Ratings are down tremendously. We're talking about uh, a substance that they're, you know, called clostebol, clostebol, something of that nature. I still haven't really checked into the depths of it, but, you know, he, he you know, it is basically saying it is a, it is a mistake that was made. And and that's the thing I want. I'm gonna ask, but first I want to get your thoughts, and then I'm gonna ask this specific question, and I'm gonna ask it to the Sutter Hammond text line at 402-464-5685 as well. Fernando Tatis Jr. Is he deserving of 80 games? Is this you know a, a mistake that's um, you know one that worries you? And why would it worry you, being that he's now become one of the faces of of the league at this particular point? I think this is kind of an interesting situation because I've been reading up on this to to get a better idea of again clostebol clostebol clostebol. Um, it's a derivative of testosterone. It is an anabolic steroid that's been banned by the World Anti Doping Agency. What's interesting about this is that I, he was dealing with ringworm, they said, and he put it on the exterior of his body. So it wasn't something that he was consuming, mm-hmm. um, which is what makes it unique. And then he went on, and this is this is where I really am excited to ask you about this, Strick, because you are a professional athlete. You took care of your body to the absolute top level that anyone in this country and the world does when you get to that level. What's fascinating about this for me 
is Tatis, his family, his mom has gone on to defend him as well in saying that he didn't have any idea. I think the situation giving him 80 games is unfortunate. I understand Major League Baseball's policy, but I don't They're think, serious about and, it. And I don't think this is this was meant to be a performance enhancer, which is what has gotten players in, in trouble in the past, like the Barry Bonds, Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire. Those guys were injecting. They, they were consuming things that were making them better, that was a performance enhancer, that was legitimately taking their game to the next level. I understand that. By all indications, that's not what Fernando Tatis was doing. I think 80 games is a little bit harsh. That's going to be for the remainder of the playoffs as well. Because if you guys remember, they were the biggest buyers at the trade deadline, the Padres. I mean, for crying out loud, they got Juan Soto, who's one of the best young talents probably outside of Fernando Tatis in the game. Mm -hmm. But my issue that I have with this, and I'm not sure if this is the route that he should have taken. He's apologized. He said that he was in the wrong. But he said that he didn't know. Mm -hmm. And here's my question to you. If you are a multi-million dollar, to this extent, 300 million plus dollar athlete. 340. Under any years? circumstance, can you possibly put anything on your body, consume anything, inject anything without you knowing exactly what's in it? That's what rubs me a little bit of the wrong way because you are worth... $340 million through endorsements, through advertisements. He's probably worth close to half a billion dollars, if I had to guess. And you're telling me that you didn't know something that was going on in your body? Mm -hmm. I just don't know if I buy that. Well, let me say this. This is not to justify. This is not to defend. This is not to try to over or underplay what is what has transpired. Um. I, I tore my Achilles back in 2011. Okay. I had never been injured to, a, I've, you know, not I've had injuries, but haven't been or had an injury of that type of magnitude. No ACLs, no, you know, no major injuries that right. would require a high, you know, surgery. Serious surgery. Of, serious yeah. surgery, yeah. right? So after taking that surgery, I was totally reliant, I mean, totally reliant on the doctor's advice because I didn't know I didn't, it was outside of my scope, outside of my realm of understanding. And so I was totally relying on the doctor. Now what that entails is that I ended up with a blood clot in my lung because oh my I'm listening to the doctor's advice on laying up. Don't move. Use your crutches to go to. I'm listening to all those details. Take these pain pills before, you know, all that stuff. And never once did he prescribe anticoagulants, right? So my reliance totally on the doctor's expertise, right. knowing who I was, being a former athlete, being healthy, no issues. I would think that they would give me great advice on how to protect myself right. in that specific manner. So I said all that to say is this. It's very similar in this situation. Most of us don't experience ringworm, right? If I experience ringworm, I'm not thinking. Now, I'm not saying he didn't do this. I'm not saying he didn't eject. I don't know. That's right. a legend. I don't, I don't know what the situation But what I'm saying is I'm relying on the doctor's advice 
to help me to clear up this specific issue that I have on the outside of my body. And so I'm really not looking at Cristobal and trying to understand (laughs) the depths of what it all entails because I could have easily been duped. Somebody, the doctor could have told me you need this or this anticoagulant has an anabolic steroid that happened. I wouldn't have known. I would have just thought it was helping me to make sure I didn't get any blood clot issues or anything. You know, it's protecting me, allowing me not to, Mm -hmm. to clot up. So that's where I, I kind of give a little grace because I think something like that in his explanation can happen. I think what's interesting about that, 402-464-5685, we want to hear from you guys. What does this mean for Major League Baseball? What does this mean for Fernando Tatis? I think what's frustrating, though, is that if you're a doctor and you know that an athlete's that valuable and you know – the thing is, is like this isn't like, okay, the Major League Baseball, they'll just kind of give you a warning. Like we have seen Major League Baseball come down hard on these guys. Serious. Just consistently over Mm -hmm. and over and over. And it's if, if you're the doctor and you're not aware of Major League Baseball's policy, if you're not aware of the list of ingredients, which doctor was it? Is it are, a team doctor? And I don't know. See, that's the thing. That's it's why like, there's a lot that a yeah, lot that we don't know. He's got to go just, if that's the case. If that's the case, it's like so you're prescribing something, you're giving something to players that's an anabolic steroid that's clearly listed on Major League Baseball's policies, mm-hmm. and you're letting that happen to such a valuable player. That that rubs me the wrong way. It's just a bizarre situation, and it's interesting, too, because he's not appealing it. And with that being said, Fernando Tatis Sr., great baseball player of his own, he says all of baseball loses with his son suspended 80 games for what he quotes as something so insignificant. That's another one that I want to ask you about, because mm. I don't know how to interpret that either. Like, in this scenario, was he trying to take a performance enhancer and elevate his game no at that age so i i don't think so so. and i really don't want to believe it because i i do love the game of baseball i i do think sometimes major league baseball does get in their own way but at the same time you knew the policy you know that this is what major league baseball does again like if this was the first time something like this happened i'd be like okay this is ridiculous for crying out loud Alex Rodriguez was taking performance enhancers, but they suspended him the entire season. Mm-hmm. Half of a season in the grand scheme of things in Major League Baseball, it could have been worse. So I understand his frustration. I understand how if you're not trying to elevate your game, take a performance enhancer, you'd be frustrated. But you knew the policy. You yeah. knew the policy. Yeah. yeah. What, but but the thing is, though, what what does baseball do? Because is baseball, is it is it overblown? Now, my question is going to be to the Sauter Heyman text line as well, and we'll also take a call at the Honda Lincoln hotline if somebody wants to call in and just tap in and tap into this discussion in itself. But my thing is, so early in his career, does something like this to the effect that it's hindered a Barry Bonds and it's hindered others like, like that from getting uh, crossing over to a potential Hall of Fame career. Say he goes off, goes nuts the rest of his career. Does this taint? Does this taint That's him getting question. in? I, I want to know. Sarah Hammond text line, help me. Is this a tainting thing that, yes, it fits in the same category as everything else, but yet it's still uniquely different? 
Um, but the penalty has been harsh. Is after this penalty, is that is is he able to move on and get past this? Or is this something that stays and, and remains a constant stain on his career going forward? Well, Augie says there's a treatment for ringworm that has a steroid in it, but it's not anabolic or anything that would be illegal. Eric says ringworm is an easy one. Take Lotrimin. Uh, Tatis is dumb for this. And then mm. outdoors, Kevin says, just like Brittany Griner, do the crime, don't do – or do the crime, do the time. I'm not going to get into Brittany Griner. Uh, I'm not going to get into yeah, I'm all not that. Digging into that one. We're going we're gonna to avoid that one. But when it comes to Fernando Tatis – the thing is, is we've been so Ooh, far gone. Wait a second. Go ahead. Check the, this this other one. I, I, I don't know because I'm not a doctor. We don't claim to be doctors here at 937 The Ticket. We don't claim to have that type of insight and wisdom. Right. But Texter says there is no ringworm prescription that would have this ingredient or one like it that would trigger a positive drug test. I, that that's a that's a that's a unique deep statement. I, I don't know. know. I'm not a doctor. I wish we could get a doctor on here that could be able to explain that explain to us. Maybe on a fit fit talk. No, that, that, that wouldn't fit. <laughs> that wouldn't fit on a fit talk Friday. But yeah, you know, it's, and that's what makes it so interesting is that there's so many questions about this, and and it makes you think because we've been so far gone outside of the steroid era. Like once the Alex Rodriguez, David Ortiz, Manny Ramirez, you can throw into that, that group too. Once all those guys retired. It seems like we haven't really heard about it recently. I mean, there have mm-hmm. been guys here and there. I know Starling Marte got bopped there for a second with it, but we haven't had players of this caliber, like transcendent five-tool players of this caliber get knocked for something like this. And that's why it's so fascinating. So, strict to be honest with you, I don't know how to answer that question because, one, is this has this been going on for a while and like the texter says, it has nothing to do with ringworm, and he's just been taking something that has been a performance enhancer. And two, he's only 23 years old. Right. Are Is this going to define his entire career for something that he did in his early 20s? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just... It, I don't know. It, it, the whole situation's bizarre. If anything else, he is right, though. His dad, this is a bad look for baseball. Texter says that's his job. So this okay. is this is somebody with that type of knowledge, and 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 the, and the same texter basically says that the prior text texter, as he stated, the steroids used in topicals for ringworm are cord cordiocasteroids. <laughs> Doctor word. Cordio corticosteroids. Okay. Um, yeah, <laughs> I need to expand my vocabulary on that one. Um, not anabolic steroids so that would that would venture to say that maybe that's that's why he's not pinned or appealing it because if you appeal it then they start digging that's when that's when the digging comes that's a good point so that's a really good so i think he him him throwing out trouble yeah yeah him throwing out you know the topicals you know the ringworm potentially allegedly um could mean that it's just kind of a cover story to try to you know keep his legacy maybe in place to allow you to but but guys like the texter says nah we bro appreciate you texter yeah nah bro yeah. uh you can't just throw that one out there this is my this is my expertise and yeah that's not working and that's why it's interesting because his dad says i don't know why you would heart or like ruin a player's reputation for something like this and i think what he's getting at is like obviously he's young 
But if Fernando Tatis Jr. keeps up this pace, he's a shoe in for the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. But so is Barry Bonds. That part. So is Sammy Sosa. So is Mark McGuire. And these guys are still sitting on the outside, not in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. So if we're following history here, and latter guy throws in let Bonds in and the gamblers too, which I, I completely agree. I think Pete Rose not being in the Hall of Fame is absolutely egregious. And, but, and, and and Jeremy Vance on on you know thanks thanks for uh, you know subscribing to YouTube as well uh, YouTube yeah. t- tap in uh, we're we're not just on the block there it's ninety three seven the ticket you get all of of uh-huh. of the great content that comes from this station but uh, Jeremy Vance on the um, you know YouTube uh, uh, line comment line says how does Tatis Jr. get eighty games for doping when Okay, we're 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 talking. You know, I think the, the that's that's another point. But I understand the point he's making. He says then Deshaun Watson only gets six games. He thinks that there should be a governing body that goes across all boards when it comes to these some type of some form of governing arbitration. Maybe what the te- uh, what the uh, you know he's saying on the YouTube stream, uh, Jeremy Vance. Maybe he's he's asking or thinking there should be a total governing body for all sports for all sports to do because you know this don't sound a like a point. this don't sound like a Shakari Richardson situation where she you know she blew the Snoop Dogg and <laughs> in that work in that situation this is this is a little bit different because you're talking about an anabolic steroid as you said is written in everyone knows everyone knows this is yeah, not right. something that's just kind of hidden in the fine print. So yeah, I, I you know I don't know I don't know what 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 it goes from here, but I understand Major League Baseball. I just think the timing absolutely sucks because they're struggling right now and they I need know. all their and they need best. a star. They need all their best. That's the thing too is yeah. like when, when we talk about baseball, it, it's been built off of stars. Yeah. Like you have guys that elevate the game to the next level that transcend the game. Fernando Tatis Jr. is one of those one guys. One of those guys. And you're teaming him up with Juan Soto. Mm-hmm. In San Diego, mm-hmm. a, a, a places, top a ten media market. market. Well, it's small, but like media, but media wise, wise. A, a, a top media market. So, I I don't know. I, I really don't know what's going to come from this, and, and I I think it is kind of tough. Unfortunate. It's unfortunate because I I'll be honest with you, and this is going to be my last question. You'll ask the text line two four two four six four five six eight five. I think this leaves him out of the Hall of Fame. And it's unfortunate because I think he's a great player. I think he will deserve it, and I think that Barry Bonds should be in the Hall of Fame too. But I agree. If history repeats itself, this is going to leave him out. If 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 it Fernando is. Tatis gets in, then it's a travesty. Then what happened to? If you look at it across the board, it's a travesty. Then what happened to Barry Bonds and and you know Sammy, uh, Sosa, Sammy Sosa as yeah. well? Yeah. You know if, if that's the case because <laughs> it is in the written rules. Period. It, it, it is unfortunate, and it, it just – it's sad, too. Great young player. I hope that he makes it back. I hope this is something we can all move past and, and get over because baseball, again, they need they need something. They need some kind of help. We're going to continue this MLB conversation. We've got Andrew Alex. He's going to come up next, contributor for 24-7 Sports, one of my old buddies over from Virginia. I promise you we won't be talking to any Virginia Tech, but we will continue this MLB conversation because it's heating up. We're getting close to playoff time, guys. Make sure you stick with us. You're listening on the block, 93.7 The Ticket.